Today's show is dedicated for the success of Medina Israel, the success of our soldiers, for the return of the hostages, very soon to their families, uh, all of those who have been killed during the war, the Ilunishmat. Esther Batadiyahu, Matitiyah ben Levi, Daniel ben Ephraim, David ben Edidiyah, Ephraim ben Yehuda, Moshe ben David, Rachamim ben Mordechai, and Yaakov ben Menasheh, Baruch Hashem, Tenichah ben Ganeden, Efer Zepua Shalema, Dan ben Eser, Yisan ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yafai, Yechizkir ben Rachel, Nisim ben Dina, Chana, Rodi bat Evora, Shemuel ben Rachel, Binyamin ben Shoshana, and Yitzchak ben Tamar, and Alepar Lahem. So before we start with Otmem, I'll, I'll just relate a little bit to a point, and I'm not going to say that I have the final answer to this, but this point that was further further discussed, that uh, sometimes for the sake of business or the, for the sake of meshing into society, a person uh, has to believe in that brand name and has to, uh, has to dress up with those brand name clothings uh, that Peleoet speaks so, so strongly against. So, and it puts a person in a difficult place because in, in a way to, to keep up, I feel that I have to dress a certain way. I need my family to dress a certain way or to hold ourselves to a certain standard. Well, on the other hand, I, we see from Judaism that Peleoet is, is promoting this point of don't buy into that culture at all. Don't be part of that culture. Disconnect yourself from that culture. Don't have, you know, that culture is one that brings a person to gava. It brings a person to stealing. It brings a person to chas uh, v'shalom. And stealing, not stealing because I'm hungry and because uh, uh, you know, I have no food, but stealing for the purpose of luxuries. Stealing in order to maintain those, those luxuries. These are the pitfalls that... Uh, that Peleoet is is trying to bring up and is trying to say that uh, it brings a person to troubles that are not necessary for a person. You know, I mean, realize the the pitfalls that exist in the society. Um, a person wants to be part of it. I, I, it might be partially a Yetzirah a person that we want and desire to be part of it. We need it for business purposes. I don't know what to say. We, a person has to make money and it helps a person give a lot of tzedakah and a person is gonna be outrageously giving. I think one of the lessons we have to take out is is just at least the mental part of it, but, but realize the society for what it is. Realize materialism for what it is. For me, I get very inspired by you know, when you hear stories like the story of the Chafetz Chaim, if you want to see the beauty in the Judaism part of it, there's, you know, there's an, insp- an inspirational point to the story of the Chafetz Chaim that one time a, a wealthy uh, donor once visited him in his home. And he saw that he had a, his home, it was a tiny home, tiny little shack, uh, you know, all he had was a table, a couple of chairs, <laughs> that's it, not really furnished. And, th- you know, this, this donor was, he, he was upset. He was upset. He says, you're the most famous rabbi in all of Europe. You're the Chafetz Chaim. You know, like, you, you should be the brand name. 
Everybody should, everyone should be dressed. Let, let me buy for you. It'll be my honor. It'll be my privilege. I'll buy you furniture. I'll buy you a house. I'll, 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 buy, you, I'll buy you everything. So I'll put you on display for the, for the world to see. So the Chavetz Chaim, he replies to him, he says, uh, let me ask you something. He said, you came right now, you've been traveling from, from a faraway town, from a faraway city. Um, you know, did you, did you bring your furniture with you? And the man says, no, what do you mean? Why, why, why would I bring my furniture with me? So he says, what do you mean? Why don't you bring all your, all your furniture with you? Did you bring all of your gold, your diamonds, your, everything that you have at home, did you bring with you? He said, no. He said, I'm just traveling. I'm just uh, going for a, a week or two. You don't bring everything <laughs> with you from home. You just bring the few things that, that you need. So the Chavez Chaim, says, he says, listen, I'm also just traveling in this world. <laughs> I just take the... <laughs> few things that I need I have in order to get by but my luxuries are in the world to come my luxuries are in Olam and that's where I uh, put my emphasis there's uh, there's something very uh, there's something touching uh, about that notion which I think Peleowitz wants us to realize because a person gets sucked into the materialism and it transforms a person's values. Uh, suddenly a person's uh, values become warped and a person can change even to the point that they don't recognize who they are. They don't recognize well, what, what, what happened to me. What did I chase? Uh, I, I was chasing something that cannot be achieved and I was chasing nothingness. Uh, for years and years and years and uh, giving it value that it doesn't have uh, only to realize sometimes after years it really has value in life. So of course making a parnasah is important, of course being able to be at that level to give, uh, give tzedakah is important, we're not denying all of that and a person should hopefully be able to achieve all of that while maintaining all of the Jewish values. But, so, but I think that there are points here that we have to take as lessons to our lives to you know, reorient the mindset, reorient the value system. What is, what's truly important in this world that, that we are going to do? What's going to bring us to true inner peace, to live with inner peace, to live with, to, to live with inner peace in life? Sometimes the the valuing of these things, it, it just gets gets a person into a place that I don't have peace, I don't have shalom uh, with the world, and that shalom, that inner peace, it has to come from oneself and from one's values. It, it comes from the steadiness of knowing uh, what's important and what's not important. And if there's something that's not important and I don't have it, just because other people think it's important, okay, good for them. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I hope they lead a they lead a happy life, but I don't need it in order to live a happy life. I'm not saying that all of us are at the level that we can go be the Chafetz Chaim and that we can just go and uh, uh, you know completely, completely you know see this world is uh, is is nothing, <laughs> and I'm just gonna live with uh, just a, a little small for not even furniture in my house, just a table and and a couple of chairs and whatever I need in order to hold my books and study. You know, it's a it's a very very special level to reach to be like the Chafetz Chaim, but there's something beautiful about it that I think we can appreciate.
Okay, so in the short time, we have a short Peleyoetz today also. Short Peleyoetz, Ot Mem, new letter, Malchut. Malchut, Yadu Hashem Mitzvah, Medivre Kabbalah, Litpelel Bishlomash Malchut. We know that it's a mitzvah to pray for our government. The government of a country, wherever the Jews lived, in any place of the world, you want people to respect the government uh, and to fear the government, uh, to fear the, uh, to respect the law, to respect the law enforcement uh, in a society. These are institutions that are necessary for society to thrive and to continue. Uh, so the message of Peleoet, which is the me- message that's from Pirkei Avot, Peleoet is he's quoting uh, Pirkei Avot, uh, law enforcement can be annoying <laughs> uh, at times. Having to follow the law and hold ourselves to the law of the country, in addition to holding to our law, which is the laws of the Torah, but to also uh, hold to another set of laws, can sometimes be difficult, can sometimes be frustrating, can sometimes be annoying, but at the same time, Peleoet says we should pray for those institutions to exist. We should pray for them to be strong. We should pray that everybody should be afraid of them and should want to respect them. Peleoet says because if people do not respect law, if people do not respect the law of the land, the law of the country. We're not talking about the laws of the Torah right now. We, as Jews, have to respect the laws of the Torah. We're talking about the law of the land. We live in the United States, people respecting U.S. law. If we live in uh, France, uh, in Iran, we want people to respect the Iranian law, the law of the land. Uh, if people do not respect it, you should know every person would devour his friend. Uh, the, the country would become a jungle. The place where, the, if there is no law in law enforcement, then it becomes a jungle. Uh, one person becomes against his friends. Every, everybody uh, has to carry knives and guns uh, in their pockets because of what the next person is going to do. Therefore, if uh, in the synagogue, uh, many Jewish communities still have this minhag uh, till today, that they bless the country. You bless the country on, on Shabbat that you live in. You bless the king. Peleoet says, when you bless the king, of the country, make sure to answer Amen. Listen and answer Amen. And you fulfill this mitzvah. And from this we learn that it's a mitzvah to pray uh, for any person that we benefit from. Even if that person is annoying sometimes. <laughs> but if they help us, if they benefit us, we have to pray for them. We have to pray for them to continue to be successful because they help us. Uh, we should add to our prayers a prayer similar to what I'm telling you right now. That hopefully all the people should, around us should give us strength and should be sources of strength for us. And we shouldn't have those who are uh, speaking against us, not in heaven, not angels that are against us, and not tsarim ilmata, and we shouldn't have persecution down here as well, either. And Hashem, reward all of those who support us. Reward all the people who support us and who support the Jewish community. And to all those who bring benefit to the Jewish community. Hashem, you should bless their legions and you should desire their actions. They shouldn't be ashamed, not in this world or the next world. From this we learn that we should pray even for our Jewish friends. 
for our friends who help us and who support us in situations we need for our parents, for our family members, even more so, for the Chachamim, uh, for the rabbis, pray for the rabbis, pray for the judges, pray for the police officers, pray, we should pray for them. Because if society didn't respect them, and, uh, one, every person would devour the other. Yeah, we know that there is a law from the Gemara, it's actually halakha, um, that we have to follow the laws of the society that we live in. We have to follow uh, the law of the land. It's a halakhic principle in the Gemara. As long as, of course, the law of the land is not going against the Torah. And if the law of the land says that it's uh, forbidden to do shechita or it's forbidden to do brit milah or something, obviously uh, we follow the Torah. We don't follow the law of the land. But uh, if the law of the land is not contradicting something in the Torah, we have to follow the law of the land. It's a, it's a halakha to follow the law of the land. So it's not a good thing that there are people who hide themselves and try to escape uh, from sometimes there's public service that's uh, required by the government they they will take a person's horse or a person they say we need it for the government uh, service or they will take a person they say you need to donate from your time uh, huh? Yeah, jury duty. Jury duty, exactly. Uh, don't hide yourself from jury duty. And of course, not to hide or cheat on one's taxes. Sometimes people ask the question, okay, here's what Pele Yoetz answered. It's not a good thing. It's, uh, we, it's our job to be honest, and that's, uh, that's a form of stealing. Right, people like to answer, they say, one who steals from a thief is exempt. <laughs> it's not a good thing, it says. And what do they do? People sometimes cause a risk to the Jewish community. Uh, they bring anti-Semitism because of, uh, because they, uh, because of uh, escaping from taxes. And then there are people who do illegal things uh, called contrabanda. Contraband, contraband. I don't know, they, people deal with illegal goods uh, <laughs> or with smuggling things illegally. They bring uh, themselves into dangers, tremendous dangers, and they rely on Hashem to save them uh, from what they mean. They engage in illegal activity and then they rely on Hashem to do miracles for them. You should know, number one, you don't deserve the miracle. Number two, if they did the miracle, they take away from your mitzvot. So we should bear these burdens, we should want to contribute and be good members of society, and Hashem will look down on us from heaven. And hopefully Hashem should bring us all back to Israel.